You know what it is. That's right. It's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach. Now, tighten those purse strings and open those ears. It's the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Hey, everyone. I am so super excited because I have Erica Young on the line. Now, Erica, she was a host at the previous FinCon, so 2022, and she did a phenomenal job. Now, she is a financial wellness facilitator for corporations. And I wanted to bring her on the show today because, of course, you all know I nerd out on this topic for sure as a former HR professional. So when Erica said this is her specialty, I said, come on to the room. Um, So thank you so much, Erica, for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about corporate financial wellness. It is a sweet spot for me. It it just makes me light up. And so I'm really glad that we get to nerd out on it because you don't always come across people who like talking about that. So this is going to be great. Yes, for sure. Um, So yeah, we're definitely the diamonds in the rough (laughs) in the industry. So with that being said, just so I like to start my audience off with a baseline, like definition style, what is financial wellness? Financial wellness is a part of the wellness initiative at corporations, right? So a lot of companies and financial institutions might help their employees in a lot of different ways that contribute to wellness. So it could be mental health. It could be physical um, you know, in terms of providing some type of benefit to make sure that their employees actually have access to doing more than just providing, you know, the basic benefits as well as, you know, just coming to work, right? So this is something that I think is really important because a lot of people struggle with their finances and this is a place where they go and spend time eight hours a day, five days a week. And this is the perfect place to help relieve some of that tension and stress through workshops or um, coaching provided by that particular workplace. Um, And so I love the fact that more companies are open to this idea because a lot of over 60% of employees come to work stressing about their finances in particular. And obviously that affects their relationships. It affects their physical health. It obviously affects their mental health. And so I personally think that it's the most important thing, but, um, If we can offer programs to employees, then they can take that stress off of their back or reduce it at least because they actually have a game plan for their money. And so that's what gets me excited. Yes, yes. Um, I will say as a former HR professional, I'll also add that it affects their productivity as well. Because if you're thinking about money and, you know, what's going on outside of work, how could you possibly come to work at 100 um, percent? It's just not going to happen. So what I've experienced is it hurts people's productivity and therefore it hurts their chances of moving up. So my um, theory and what I plan on doing a dissertation about is that that be, people with excessive um, personal finance issues outside of work, they're not able to move along the corporate ladder as quickly as people that don't. Um, and so that's something that I want to study, but that's a whole, we could talk about that a whole another time. Um, <laughs> I love but, that though. I really yeah. love it because I think it's important that people understand that this is not separate things, right? Um, Productivity affects what you're able to produce at work and that affects the company's bottom line. So not only does it affect the 
the prosperous nature that is available and the success that is available inside the company. It is also affecting the personal, obviously the personal success that that person can experience and anyone else that that touches. And so they're not separate. They're all intertwined. And I think that is such a, you know, I think that would be great to have that as a, um, a dissertation. I would love to read that. <laughs> Yay. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, let's get getting back on track, though. So we know what financial wellness is in the workplace, but let's talk about like why corporations should pay more attention to this. So we kind of hit on one, you know, it could affect productivity. Um, what other thoughts do you have around that? Well, actually, actually, I think companies need to understand that this is a retention measure, right? If people know that you actually care about their whole self, not just pieces or not just medical or people are looking for reasons to stay because their company actually cares about them. And I think retention is a huge reason for companies to engage in offering this type of service. They're being creative. They're standing apart in a crowd, right? This is something that not a lot of companies are offering. As it stands, it's less than 20% of companies are actually doing anything around financial wellness. And so, you know, this is something that is unique. And if they take those programs a step further and assist people in their student loan repayment, for instance, that's super attractive. There's a, there's some companies, I'm not going to say a ton, but it's a growing number of companies who are actually rewarding employees for getting involved in their financial life by matching what they actually you know, pay for their student loans to get those paid off even faster. And I just think it's a brilliant concept and it is going to help people stay at those companies longer term because they feel cared for and they don't want to leave money on the table um, when their company is getting involved in that way. And so if people can be creative, if these CEOs can get with the program, that would be you know, beneficial to everybody. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And we might have some, let's say, companies or HR people listening or even employees that want to bring this up. And they're like, but, you know, we already do the once a year benefits thing or we already have the 401k people coming in and doing their spiel. Um, so if they're listening, they're saying that um, I just want to hit on why that's not enough. <laughs> yeah, it, the, here's the thing. The nowadays, everybody is looking for more because it contributes to the entire experience at work, right? We can't take our employees for granted. So um, I think that it's really important that, again, you set yourselves apart, but also that you realize that investing in your employees means that they will give even more to the company, right? They will stay longer. They will give them their best selves. And it creates, I love the fact that you know, financial wellness in a workplace creates a camaraderie around people who are there. There are more, they're not by themselves in their journey to either, you know, become financially free or to, you know, actually get out of debt or whatever it is that their goals are. They have people at work cheering them on and they know that their leadership thinks that this is important. And so um, just knowing that that is an environment where it is safe to talk about money or safer to talk about money and that there are people that they can bounce ideas off of because they're all on this journey together is it just makes it easier for people to be successful. And so I think it's important that we don't miss the fact that financial wellness has lots of benefits that go beyond just the employee 
finding a bit of relief. It is, it creates community, it creates loyalty, um, and it sets you apart in the industry. And it is something that you can toot your horn about. I will tell you when I was in corporate and my company had um, a place for me to, you know, basically get a back massage periodically. Oh my gosh, that was, I would look forward to that. I'm like, all right, I feel rejuvenated. I can go back, you know, after lunch and and really hit it hard. Um, that when there was a place for me to make sure that I was, you know, pumping breast milk for my daughter, right? Like, like I knew, okay, so I don't have to worry about actually being home at a certain time because I knew that I could take that extra time if necessary to finish a project. And the same, you know, in the same token, when you know that you actually have a course that you can go to, or you've got coworkers that you can have lunch with and discuss your finances with, or if you've got a coach on, on the team to help you unravel some of the things when you actually get paid, those are things that people actually look for. And I think that we can't underestimate that value. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will tell you from experience, a lot of the HR professionals there are not experts in finance. Um, I know when I was in HR, I specialized in employee engagement. And one thing that I implemented at my site was um, like financial wellness, uh, lunch and learns, right? So I just took it upon myself and I was like, okay, I'm going to start teaching people about the benefits that are available. And it's way more effective than just handing them a brochure or a handout or a piece of paper kind of explain it or even um, sending them to the portal, you know, whatever. Um, it's way more effective. So like, for instance, in my building, um, they had went from the Cadillac of benefits. This was right before I came on the Cadillac to where they was only paying like $10 to go to the doctor or what have you to a high deductible health plan and see everybody was complaining. So therefore the employee engagement was low. Um, people were not happy. Uh, people were leaving, you know, that type of thing. So I said, okay, I think there's a knowledge gap here because with a high deductible health plan and they had access to HSA and there was a match on the HSA, I said, okay, they just don't know about this. So I was like, let me do a lunch and learn on the medical benefits and the HSA that's available. And when I did it at my location, everybody was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know this existed. I didn't even know that this is how you could possibly use this benefit. And not only was my building a little more excited about it, um, more people came out of that session having conversations amongst themselves, like, okay, how are you going to use your HSA, you know, and that type of thing to the point where corporate office, they were like, oh, can we repurpose your slides? <laughs> you know, can we do that down here? So I can tell you from firsthand experience, if you are an HR or your owner that's listening right now, this works. <laughs> it definitely works. Um, so I highly recommend, highly recommend. Yeah, I think creating a buzz is important in organizations, right? So one group getting good information and and they are knowledgeable and then that spreads, right? Like people begin to see, oh, I want that too, or we need that, or, oh, look at the results here. And that's exciting. That's one of the things that I, I now provide is a pre-event survey and then a post-event survey so that people can see the difference that it's making, the impact that it's having, and how it felt for the people who were involved. And that 
will help them to understand why it's important for them to continue that type of work and invest in it. Because people, they're always looking for their return on investment, right? And so if they're seeing that and they're understanding that the employees are enjoying it, they're getting something from it, they're coming to work engaged versus withdrawn, that's huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now that we talked about what financial wellness is, why it's important, let's discuss what that could possibly look like. So we kind of hit on a few things, but I just want to make sure it's clear. What could financial wellness in the workplace look like if we're thinking future? You know, if somebody's listening, they're like, oh, I want to implement something. But what what do I implement? Um, What are some possible options for them? Yeah. So one thing I'll definitely say, and you touched on this before, Tiffany, is that you know, HR, you know, people that that's not their job, first of all, to, you know, do a workshop on financial wellness. So outsourcing, just knowing that there's expertise out there that they already have it in place, right? So financial wellness in and of itself is basically, it can be workshops inside the company. It can be a keynote during um, some type of conference that this company is having. So if there's pers- you know, professional development, that kind of thing, and you have um, someone talking about financial wellness along with the mental health and all, the, all of those things, um, that's a great place to insert it in a day-long type project or you know, half a day type project. Um, but ongoing workshops is also something to think about. So webinars in person or virtual. Um, And then also courses, self-paced courses are also great, like offering that to your employees. Typically what I do is I will send a pre-event survey to, I want to understand what the needs of the organization are and I incentivize them so that they're able, you know, I want to get more engagement in that survey. And then based on that, we do a workshop or a webinar ahead of time to sort of introduce the concept and help them to understand what's possible if you decide to do more, right? And then what that company is offering. So the company could potentially offer those virtual workshops and then have some coaching tied to it or an ongoing series of different topics on budgeting, cash flow planning, or goal setting and getting out of debt, that kind of thing. Um, And then I always like to offer a post-event survey. So after you've done the series or after you've done, you know, you've had some people engage in the online workshop, et cetera, just at the end, see how that made a difference, what changes were made, how did they show up to work differently, um, how are they feeling, and are is this something that they want to continue? And so I think, and I manage that, and so it would be great for the financial wellness professional who's coming in to do those things, to have um, the resources. So all you're doing is sh- allowing your people to show up. And um, so it can take a lot of forms, but it is much more engaged than sending only a newsletter or an article or sending them access to be able to track their finances. Um, This is really much more active, involved and personal because that's exactly what people need. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I also think about, you know, like I had kind of hinted out before having the 401k people come in just to talk, you know, maybe yearly or semi-annually. Um, it's just not enough. And I can tell you from experience, people get nothing, hardly anything out of it. Um, I know there was so many employees that were, that because they were comfortable coming to me and they were just like, yeah, that did nothing for me. I'm still not contributing to the 401k. So. And I 
I think the reason for the disengagement around the 401k providers or administrators is because they're not yet ready. The issues that they're dealing with have nothing to do with their retirement or they're on autopilot with the retirement. Like they're just putting in the matching contribution, you know, whatever it is to get the match. But no one is addressing the fact that they're spending like me, I'll speak for myself. I had over $1,000 per month in debt payments. I had $90,000 in debt to overcome when I was just starting out, when I was working at my you know, first company. And no one was addressing that. The, the, the 401k administrator was talking about how to grow your money for the retirement. And I'm like, I'm 25. Can someone talk to me about my student loans? Can you help me understand how to budget? I don't have enough money in savings and I don't even know where to start. And those are the kinds of topics that a financial wellness person can help. They're they're really trying to get folks healthy enough to be able to invest. That's the point, right? And so I feel like it's really not if you will, it, it's not the total picture if we're assuming that if a 401k person comes in, that that's enough. It's not the whole picture. It's not total financial wellness. And we need someone to go deeper than that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll throw one more way that they can implement this as well. Um, I know most companies have access to EAP, so employee assistance programs, but unfortunately those programs don't really assess or assess or help people directly with financial education, financial wellness, and just getting down to the numbers with them. So even just implementing maybe a coaching package for your employees and things like that, um, that could be extremely beneficial and they can have that one-on-one hand on um, knowledge or even in in a group setting. So um, that's another way that you can implement financial wellness in your workplace. So if you're listening and you have a company or you are an HR professional at a company or you're an employee and you're like, you know what, this sounds very, very interesting. We need this. Then how can they get in contact with you, Erica? Yes. The best way to get in touch with me is my website, which is ericayoung.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, as well as LinkedIn, Erica Young Official. And that is the way to find me. There's a way on my website to be able to let me know and reach out that, you know, this is something that you're interested in having at your company. Or if you're the person to talk to, we can have a conversation. Yes, yes. And you all already know where to find me. So I'll have all of that information in the show notes. And I am so glad that we can nerd out on this and, you know, just talk about financial wellness in the workplace, because I feel and well, we both feel from our conversation that this could be a game changer, not only for companies, but also for individuals. So I appreciate you coming on to share your knowledge. Thank you so much. This was a pleasure. So good to nerd out with you as well. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening, joining, and being a part of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast this week. You can check Tiff out every Thursday for a new Money Talk podcast. But if you just can't wait until next week, you can listen to previous podcast episodes at moneytalkwitht.com or follow Tiff on all social media platforms at Money Talk with T. Until next time, spend wise by spending less than you make. A word to the money wise is always sufficient. Thank you.